you know how important follow-up is when it comes to sales. This is how you do it when it comes to recruiting. That's what we're going to be talking about today on Brokerpreneur Podcast. Running a brokerage is hard work. So whether you're focused on building your own sales pipeline, hiring the best agents, leveling up your team's production, or protecting culture you've built, you're in the right place. Real estate brings the challenges, and we share the solution. Welcome to the show dedicated to broker entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Brokerpreneur Podcast. Hey guys, this is Dr. Ben with Dr. With Dr. Ben's show. <laughs> this is Dr. Ben with Dr. Ben's show. I'm not cutting that out because that's a uh, that's, that's kind of how I want it to be. <laughs> okay, well, I'll go now. <laughs> we can See take care Matt. of that right now. See you, Matt. <laughs> it's going to be a very short episode. <laughs> uh, this is Dr. Ben with Brokerpreneur Podcast. Welcome to another show. I'm the Doctor of Flow. I'm here with big guy Matt Vi, as usual. What's up, Matt? Man, just living the dream. Excited about it. Excited about this topic. I love this. I love this topic. Yeah, absolutely. How can how can you um, not love uh, talking about follow up if you're trying to grow a brokerage? Absolutely. Right. That's yep. a, that's like you know, it's crucial. That's that's one of the top seventy keys of growing a brokerage. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt, tell us specifically what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So I I think uh, I you know brokers know already how important follow up is. Yeah. Uh, even if they're not selling, they still know and have conversations with their agents about the importance of follow up and follow through. That's two completely different things. But are they doing that in their recruiting? We find a lot of time they're not, and it's not because they don't know the importance of it. It's not because they don't believe in it. It's because they get distracted and they don't have a way of systematically doing it. Yep. I like that. Well, guys, we got a lot of ways to systematically help you recruiting. And one of those um, is, is absolutely free. And it's down in the description below. Click the link for the free recruiting bundle. Um, <clears throat> gosh, I don't know. There's five or six amazing different things in mm -hmm. there uh, to help you grow your brokerage. And it's absolutely free. We would absolutely love for you to take advantage of that um, as a thank you for listening to the show. So, Matt. Yep. Um, you, can, you, can, you can follow up. Uh, I don't want to call it old school, right? You can follow up traditionally. That's what right. I'm saying. Okay. Um, you can follow up um, in a contemporary way, right? Because there's a lot of automated things that, right. are, that are going. There's a lot of kind of headbutting sometimes about, mm -hmm. well, um, I, I only like following up myself one-on-one -on -one because then it sounds like me. Mm -hmm. There's also some people who are like, I don't need it to sound like me. It's all a numbers game. I want to follow up with the same message to 5,000 people today. I'm going to click right. this button. Right? Talk to me a little bit about uh, basically that philosophy. Mm -hmm. and Because um, I, I, I just think that would be an interesting topic for everybody to hear your perspective on that. Yeah, they're both right. Yes. Whoever you are, that's how you need to, that's how you need to do what I you need to you do. I thought you would say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that, because you're going to be consistent with it. That's yeah. the, that's the key, right? So it doesn't matter whether you want to follow up a whole bunch in an automated way. It doesn't matter whether you want AI to, to follow up. It doesn't matter whether you think you're the only person that needs to do the follow up. The key is what is it that will allow you to do it consistently that's what's going to give you the, the results. They don't say the fortunes in the follow-up for no reason, right? Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> so we talk about this all the time. There's a difference between follow-up and follow-through, okay? Mm -hmm. Follow-up is typically, this is, uh, so we think vocabulary is extremely important in everything that we, in everything that we do. This is how we define follow-up versus, versus follow-through at, uh, at Brokerpreneur. So, so follow-up is you going back to something and, and reconnecting with someone to ensure that they receive the value that, that you offered or that they're getting the value that, that you think that they should be getting based on conversations you've had. Follow through is delivering on a promise you made. 
Yeah. So if you said you were going to do something, going back and making sure that you were going to that you were going to do that. Okay. So uh, so from a from an agent standpoint, follow up would be people came into an open house. And the next day, you just reach out to them to see whether or not they're interested in seeing the house again or whether they're seeing other houses like that. That would be follow-up. Yeah. Follow-through would be the person comes into the open house and they're contemplating uh, actually selling their property. And you told them at the open house that you were going to get them some comps to see what their property is actually worth. Follow-through would be going back and having that conversation with them. Yeah. There's a reason why, and we're not going to dig into it right now, there's a reason why there's a distinction between the two. And it has a lot to do with the level of relationship that you have we've discussed that in other podcasts the relation the level of relationship you're trying to accomplish and how you're trying to accomplish based on that on your follow-up or follow-through we're not gonna we're not gonna get into that that's not really what we're what we're talking about in this particular podcast okay oh uh, so here's what uh, so here's what we have to make sure that we take a look at do you want it automated or do you want it to be you and then once you've decided that or should it be a combination of both? That's what I honestly believe is it mm-hmm. should absolutely be a, a combination of a, a combination of both of those based on whether it's follow up or follow through. Once you figure that out, then you have to figure out how you stay on track with that. And so here's where I think that most people struggle. And I say this because it's where I struggled. Mm-hmm. And this is also where we see a lot of people struggle. Okay. okay. So so when, when I was trying to, to learn how to recruit and be effective with recruiting, I was getting bombarded from a lot of different directions and from a bunch of different people saying, this is how you should recruit. And what, I, and what I struggled to figure out was I knew that they were right. If I just completely bought into their process and their way of doing it, then yes, I would have some measure of success. But if it wasn't exactly how I felt like I would talk to a person or if it wasn't how I had uh, how much time I had to be able to spend on things or if it wasn't the script that I thought I would use, I would get distracted and start trying to fix those minor steps in order to let me have those major steps more more often. And so that combination between genuinely me on the follow-up and what and what automation happens, that is where not having that clearly defined, that's where the breakdown was for me personally in, in learning how to recruit. And honestly, that is really the the foundation of why uh, Brokerpreneur is here, right? Yeah. Is because I know that I'm not the only one that was going through that because I literally looked around rooms and talked to people constantly that that's what they were, that that's what they were struggling with. And some rooms of people were just like, hey, it's just about the numbers. Yeah. Just, just hit more numbers. Some rooms of people, it was like, uh, no, you need to have more conversations with them. And it's difficult when you're in a room and everybody's saying it's about the numbers or did you make all of your phone calls? And then two weeks later, you're sitting in a, in a ninja installation and everybody's saying it's about developing the relationship, relationship. right? Uh, so so there's, a, there's a conflict between those, yes. right? And so what you have to do is you have to find out where you are in that situation, you have to figure out what level you want to be at a con and then what level of contact and what type of contact and how authentic you want that contact to be. Once you figure that out, you have to lay that out into a system that helps monitor you staying on track with that. Yeah. That's really what happen- has to happen with your follow-up and your follow-through. Yeah. A lot of the follow-through, when someone asks for something, in my opinion, the follow-through should be a lot automated and then you verifying someone received it. Okay. That's yeah. how, that's how we believe that it should be done. And we have a lot of success with our brokers from, from doing it. Oh, that you way. know it. Right. And, uh, they're, they're always surprised when they get a, you know, uh, something out of the blue and somebody saying, Hey, you know, this is whatever. And they're like, Holy crap. What do I say now? Right. I, <laughs> right. I didn't expect for that to, yeah. for that to happen. Right. And that's because we're, we're mixing those two things at a level 
that is comfortable for them so it's easy for them to stay consistent with it. Yeah. Yeah, we talk a lot on the podcast about scaling, right? right. Obviously, that's the whole purpose of recruiting, you know, and obviously retaining the agents that you have. The, I think some of the conflict, you know, that I heard from, from you know, what you were talking about, the same way where you're saying, like, everybody, you know, you're in a room and it's like everybody's saying make numbers, and then mm-hmm. you're in a room and it's like, no, everybody's build a relationship. I think there's some there's some conflict when someone starts their brokerage and they say, I want to get to this level. Mm-hmm. And especially when they choose a very large number, sometimes they'll just choose that number maybe just out of the blue. Sometimes they'll choose that number because it's like, whoa, I want to really live this like particular lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if I say, like I know me personally, if I said, gosh, I want to have a thousand agents, well, that's cool. Well, I also, you know, because you know me, I want to know like <laughs> the name of all thousands of those agents and I want to know what their kids do for fun. Right. And I want to know these, you know, all these different things about them. If they're going to be part of my brokerage, Yeah, that makes it difficult mm-hmm. for me to, to say like, okay, well, if I'm going to hit those numbers, I almost have to look at it like a numbers game. If, mm-hmm. if I'm one trying to build, you know, thousand, two thousand agent brokerage. But at the same time, it's a it's a yeah it's a conflict with me because it's like well I want the relationship right. with those people as well. So how how can a person, especially if they're a relationship person like like I am, how can a person scale to that large mm-hmm. level um, if they feel if 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 they feel like that's that num that the numbers game just making the calls or whatever is is not suitable to them. Yeah, everybody needs to just look at where they are in the podcast right now and see what the timer is on this because you're going to need to come back to this and listen to this a couple of times. Your capacity and scale have to match your model. Mm-hmm. Your capacity and scale have to match your model. Okay. Okay. Capacity means how much can you handle, how much can your infrastructure handle, how much can the resources you have to dedicate, how much can that handle. Okay. Yeah. That has to match scale. How, how much uh, scale do you want? Yeah. How, how big do you want your brokerage to be? Do you have the capacity to honestly allow it to scale to the size that you want? Because we've talked to people that have said they want a thousand, they want a thousand agents mm-hmm. and they're not willing to work on the weekends. Right. Exactly. Wrong. <laughs> yep. You're freaking wrong. Yeah. Right. But you, you've talked to somebody before that said, I want to be by 500 agents by the end of the, the week. And then they told you they didn't have enough time to go to a mastermind. Yeah. What the shit? Yeah. You, you can't be at 90 agents and, and say that you want to be at 500 by the end of whatever, but you don't, you can't find time in your schedule for a mastermind that'll help you get there. Yeah. No, that's bull crap. That's yeah. your scale, not matching your capacity. Okay. Yeah. Then it has to match your model. Okay. So if you have a, if you have a model that, that, uh, that, uh, allows you to be able to offer a level of service that your capacity and scale match, and you can grow to that size without having to offer certain supports and services that help you give to people what you said you were going to, when you were recruiting them, then you're going to be able to retain them and you're going to be able to, and you're going to be able to scale to that size. Mm -hmm. A, A perfect example is you can't be in recruiting telling everybody, that that you want them all to have their own office and their own assistant and but your model only takes four dollars per transaction <laughs> right right i mean that's you got to have 10 million agents you got to have all the agents yeah, yeah <laughs> 1.4 exactly. million in order yeah. for that to, in order for that to work yeah right so so your scale and your capacity has to match your model okay. if those things do not match 
it doesn't matter what type of automation and follow-up you put in play. It doesn't matter how authentic you are. If those things are not congruent, if they do not match, you are not going to accomplish it. I can't tell you how much we see this. Oh, yeah, you know it. So, so I looked yesterday, this is just a, a, a super funny story. So, you know, I looked yesterday at a, at a company that, you know, we talked to probably a year and a half ago, something yeah. like that. Okay. And they have on their website, how many agents are active in their, in their company. Yes. Okay. When, uh, so when we talked, I said, Hey, here's the things that you're going to have to do. Your management team's going to have to do this. They're going to have to handle this, this way and everything. Okay. They're down by 33% at this point Yeah. compared to whenever we talked to them then. Yeah. And whenever we talked to him then, I said, here is what is going to have to happen or you're going to start losing agents at an accelerated pace. Yeah. Okay. So you would have thought it was a crystal ball because that is exactly what the hell has has happened. Yeah. And and it wasn't that I had a crystal ball. It was that their scale and their capacity of their team did not match their model. Yeah. And I talked to them about it and I explained to them that that was the case. And I said, this is what was going to, and I said, this is what was going to happen. And they wanted to use their discipline and their grit and their grind to get past the things that they're just not possibly going to get past. Yeah. You don't have that much grit. You don't have that much hustle. You don't have that much grind. Yeah. You get exhausted, which is exactly what happened to his team. That's right. That's what happens to his team. Yeah. And, and so they got wore out and some of them left and this person did that and the other person's not doing this anymore. And the next thing you know, this person isn't right. All of that fell apart because they were trying to hold together with grit and hustle and get out there and get it done and make your numbers yeah. and do whatever. They were trying to get it all accomplished by that when the truth was their scale, their capacity and their model simply didn't match. Yeah. So what I'm going to do really quick is I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. to define each of those. Scale, capacity, and model. Uh, let's do it in a different podcast because I, I don't think we can do. I don't think we can do it justice. You can't, you can't like you know. What if everybody's listening? Like, man, I want to know if my scale, and my capacity, <laughs> and my models matching, but I don't really I'll, know I'll give, exactly. I, yeah, I'll give, give me a like Cliff's one. notes. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you a very, a very. That's simple all I'm asking for. Yeah, okay. we can do, we can do a deep dive in another episode. But. Yeah, capacity is how much you and your team can handle. Perfect. Okay. Scale is how big, how much size is is available for you to have okay so in your market if there's a market of 700 agents mm-hmm. don't tell me you want to hire 500 agents yeah okay Perfect. so so that's that scale how much is actually available how much can you handle as capacity how much is there available is scale and then model is of course you know how you're structured with everything from support and commission yep Perfect. So cool. I love that. I love that, Matt. Uh, that brings well, me cool. to um, another topic that uh-huh. uh, isn't on our show notes, but that's just where I want to take oh, the podcast. <laughs> and so uh, uh, follow, follow up versus follow through. I love right. that. Yep. I love the um, your scale and your capacity and your model must match. Right. You mentioned specifically when you were talking um, through that, you're talking about your model being like, you know, it can't be $4 transaction, that kind of thing. You were right. talking in your scale. You said, you know, if you have 700 agents, don't tell me you want to be 500 agents, that kind of thing. Right. So for my for my numbers lovers out there, right, right, there's, there's some things that you need to pay attention to because we're talking about follow-up. Mm-hmm. In, in your follow-up to either, number one, show that your follow-up's working. Right. Or number two, that you're doing enough. Right. Um, to, to, to meet the, the scale that you, or the capacity or the, the, whatever you want to call it right. uh, that you're trying to get to talk to me a little bit about, a little bit about those metrics 
And if you want to like, for those people who aren't numbers people, if you want to call it like something else, well, right? I'm, like gummy bears. Or something. All right. So Ben, I'm going to blow your mind. Right. So okay. you, you know, in my head, this is all just a big web of everything that connects right? I do. to me. I'm, it's just super simple. Yeah, I'm, and it's just and like, I'm the spider. Right. All right. So here we go. I'm trying to travel across these webs. Right. guys. Okay. So scale capacity and model directly equates to our five, five, two system. Mm-hmm. Okay. So five, five, two for us is five cold, five warm and two handwritten notes. Yep. Okay. Is how we, is how we look at it. And, and what we mean by that is if you want to hire 50 people this year, okay. In the next 12 months, then, then weekly you have to be adding 50 people because that's how many you want to hire mm-hmm. to your system until you get to a point of having so many warm people. Mm-hmm. Now, warm people is the people that you're doing follow-up and follow-through with. Yes. Okay, so those things are all inter- interconnected. And then the two is, is uh, you know, on 50 because, you know, so 10 times 5 is 50 because it's a 5-5-2. Yeah, so like 50-50-20. Right. 50-50-20, that's exactly right. So that means uh, on, a, on a weekly basis, you would, be, you would be reaching out with 20 handwritten notes, basically. Yes. Okay. And so I'm a big advocate of handwritten notes. Maybe you have some other way of, of, of doing that, you, that you're making those personal contacts. You know, some people, they call it pop buys or they're meeting face-to-face with people or, or whatever the deal is. We're not, we're not going to get into that. But that's about your model. What is your culture? If your culture is to be numbers-based, then that, then that two or that 20 needs to be a numbers-based way of following up and following through. Mm-hmm. Okay. That 50 and that 50, the first five, five, two, right? That 50 and that 50 is really about how much scale is available in your market. Yep. Okay. Then the second one is how much capacity do you have? How many people can you stay warm with? Because the cool thing about the five, five, two is you're not going to do that throughout the entire year. Right. If you're adding 50 people uh, every week that are cold people to whatever system it is that, that you're doing, and then as they start to respond, you're reaching out to them and you're doing follow-up and all that kind of stuff, it's not going to be long before you have 75 or 100 people that you're having very real conversations with. Yep. It's not going to take 52 weeks of adding 50 people. Right. So, so you're going to be, you know, the, the, how it comes out with us is you got about two and a half months in. Is, yeah. is, and at that point, you're like, okay, wait a minute. I've got more than I can handle. I've got a lot of people. So we scale Capacity. back. Capacity. That's right. Yeah. So we scale back at that point on that initial uh, influx of people because we don't have that capacity, which is that warm group. Yep. You follow me? I do. I follow okay. you. Okay. So I'm following if, up and following through and right, I following got you. you. There we go. So, uh, so what this means is uh, if you're going through this and you're like, okay, I think I kind of see where this is connected and, I th- and, I'm, and I'm not positive and all that kind of stuff, or you think that this is something that will work, please come to a not-so-secret society and bring yes. this up. Okay? Yeah. And, and we'll go through it more and, and, you know, at that point in there. Just like always... I don't want to deep dive on something that's a topic whenever we're talking about as many things as, as we are. Okay. But the scale, the capacity and the model are directly related to the five, five, two. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I love that. And honestly, you know, uh, we're coming up on, you know, kind of toward the end of our podcast as well. I want to, I want to leave everybody on that thought of scale capacity model, write those three words down wherever you are. And well, I mean, if you're driving around down, Whenever you get to where your stopping point, write those three words, write those three words down and say, you know, uh, what, what does my market look like from a scale standpoint? What does, what does uh, my brokerage look like from a capacity standpoint? The model that I, the model that I'm in, is it, 
you know, with those two things matching. What's my culture dictate? Exactly. The model that I'm in, uh, does it, do all of these things line up to the lifestyle that I want to live? Absolutely. Um, moving forward or provide for, you know, those, those, your loved ones. So, um, because if, if you, if you say you want 50 more people this year, and as soon as I said, you need to be adding 50 people a week, you're like, well, there's not that many in my market or no, that's what, you know, that's, I don't have time for that or mm-hmm. whatever the deal, then stop beating yourself up about hiring 50 people. Yeah. Stop, stop beating yourself up about it. That's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. You need, you need, you need to know these, you need to know these things. And, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in the title of this one. If you guys want to come back and listen to this one um, for forever, over and over, because that's just that's just so important. Well, Matt, you mentioned Brokerpreneur Not So Secret Society just yep. a second ago. We would love uh, to 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 get your all's thoughts on these three items in person, live with Matt and I. It is a lot of fun. Um, there's there's nothing awkward about it. Yeah. Right. You, and sometimes you come in and there's three or four brokers, and sometimes you come in and it's a full screen of twenty five brokers. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So and so it's, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. We have a great time. You learn so much and when, and when can you contribute. Yeah, exactly. Such a big contribute so yeah. much. So we would love to see you there, see your faces, and just meet you know those people who are out there listening to our to our podcast. That being said, Matt, we do that as well as well. The way you do that, go to the links in the description below and register for our <laughs> not so secret society. I'm like, hey, we'd love for you to do this. I'm not going to tell you how. <laughs> That's right. Um, it's out in the links below. Uh, register for that. You'll get an email every Friday morning um, with a Zoom link, letting you know, hey, this is the time. This is when we're going to. This is how you log in. That kind of stuff. It is just crazy. We make it as simple as we possibly can, Matt. For one reason and one reason alone, tell them what it is. Man, we just want to be part of your win.